message you're about listening to is from Pastor E.A. Adibui, the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. And we're going to read Genesis chapter 21. Really, you should read the whole chapter when you get home. But I'm going to read from verse 1 to 14. Genesis 21. Genesis Verse 1 to 14. I will read in English only. The others you read in your own various languages. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age at the set time of which God had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him, whom Sarah bare to him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac, being eight days old, as God had commanded him. And Abraham was an hundred years old when his son Isaac was born unto him. And Sarah said, God hath made me to laugh, so that all that hear will laugh with me. And she said, who would have said unto Abraham, Abraham, that Sarah would have given children suck, for her born him a son in his old age? And the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast the same day that Isaac was weaned. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, which she had born unto Abraham, mocking. Wherefore she said unto Abraham, Cast out this bondwoman and her son. For the son of this bondwoman shall not be here with my son, even with Isaac. And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. And God said unto Abraham, Let it not be grievous in thy sight because of the lad and because of thy bondwoman. In order Sarah has said unto thee, Hacking unto her voice. For in Isaac shall thy seed be called. And also of the son of the bondwoman will I make a nation, because he is thy seed. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and took bread and a bottle of water, and gave it unto Hagar, putting it on her shoulder and the child, and sent her away. And she departed, and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. There are four major things I want to bring out here. Number one, you'll find it in verse one to three. The Lord visited Sarah as the Lord had said. And the Lord did unto Sarah had he has spoken. God always keeps his promise. 
No matter how impossible it may sound, once God has promised, He will bring it to pass. That is why I know that my tomorrow will be alright. Because there is a promise of God. He says, the young lions do lack and suffer hunger. But they that seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Do you believe that? I have made up my mind that I'm going to seek the Lord. Therefore, I will never lack any good thing. What about you? And I know you will take the only, the last part of it. I know all you will say is, I will not lack any good thing. But there is a condition before that. I have made up my mind that I will seek the Lord. Therefore, I will not lack any good thing. It follows, once you satisfy the conditions of God, He will fulfill His promise. God told Sarah, you're going to have a baby boy in nine months' time. Sarah laughed. Sarah, how can I have a baby if the promises of God are delayed, go and check yourself. God will fulfill his promises instantly. As soon as you begin to obey him completely. The Bible says Sarah conceived. And bear Abraham a son in his old age. At the set time of which God has spoken to him. I know God has a timetable for my blessings. And this is the year it will begin. This is the year of new beginnings. New joy for me. New victories for me. New blessings for me. Amen. Amen. Then, in verse 4, And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac, being eight days old. 
As God had commanded him, Abraham began to keep the covenant between himself and God. Many of us had already entered into a covenant with God about 15 days ago when we got to that part in this series. We decided then that we want to walk before God and we want to be perfect before Him so that we can get the blessings of Abraham. How many of us still want to stand by that covenant? Let me hear your amen. May God help you in Jesus' name. Abraham entered into a covenant with God. And he began to fulfill that promises he made. As soon as Isaac was eight days old, he circumcised him. As God had commanded him. If you want the blessings of God, you obey the covenant you have reached with God. And God will never fail. I know you, brother. He entered into a covenant with God. God spoke to him and said, Come and enter into a covenant with me. That you will never drink anything that is bottled. I thought that was a very strange covenant. I thought. Ah, what about Fanta? What about Coke? He said, that's not your concern. It is a covenant between me and God. But I began to ask questions. I began to probe. And I discovered that this man was an expert drinker before. Whenever he wants to drink, he takes a bottle of shina, just open it, and the way you would drink Fanta. That's how he finishes the bottle and then he throws it away. Now God knew very well that if he does not enter into that covenant with him, he will backslide. And that man since that day, over four years now, not even a bottle of Fanta. And I'm sure if he stands by his covenant, he will get to heaven. If he breaks that covenant, he may start with Fanta. He will end up with Shinab. That one is certain. So when God asks you to enter into a covenant with him, it is for your own good. I have made up my mind. I will walk before God. I will be perfect. 
and God will show himself to be the Almighty to me. Verse 6. And Abraham was a hundred years old when his son, uh, excuse me, verse 6. And Sarah said, God has made me to laugh. So that all that here will laugh with me. Any, any home where they keep a covenant with God, there is always laughter. Always. At all times. If you keep your covenant with God, there will be laughter in your home. Say, for example, God says there should be one man, one woman. Do you know that homes where the husband will stay strictly to his own one wife? There is no quarrel that is so big that cannot be settled. But the moment the husband begins to look outside, or the wife begins to look at another man, the jokes that you used to bring laughter into the house can lead to blows. How many of you know what I'm talking about? When you do what God asks you to do, there will be joy in your home. There will be peace there. You keep the commandments of God. It will be difficult for you even to be sick. You have joy all the time. Not only that, all those around you will share in the joy. They will share in the blessing. I'm sure you all know that if there's somebody weeping near you, you may look at him and say, why is he weeping? You may feel sorry, but that's the end of the matter. But suppose somebody gets up here now. He just begins to laugh. By the time he's been laughing for five minutes, whether you know what is making him laugh or not, you find yourself laughing too. Is that God has a way of making joy spread. So your home, if you will keep the covenant of God, can be the source of joy where joy will spread to your streets. To your town, and to your nation. If we who are Christians, or at least those of us who profess to be Christians, we are already born again. We know where we are going. If only we can all keep the covenants with God. 
Kiki, maja mwalanumo. There will be so much joy in our homes. That we can drive out sadness from this nation. In any case, I've made up my mind. I'm going to be a source of joy. Say it loud. Say it again. You can be a source of joy if you will keep your covenant with God. Ah, now, we come to the big one. Verse 9 to 14. I'm going to read that again. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar the Egyptian. Which he had brought unto Abraham. Mocking. Wherefore she said unto Abraham, Cast out this bondwoman and her son. For the son of this bondwoman shall not be here with my son, even with Isaac. Let me stop there for the time being. There are people who say, if a Muslim is living a good life, keeping all the rules of the Quran, he will get to heaven. It's a lie. Absolute lie. Proof is what we've just read. All Muslims have deliberately decided to be children of Ishmael. And the Bible says they are not going to share with Isaac. The kingdom of God belongs to Isaac. And that's where I'm going. I will see you there in Jesus' name. Now look at verse 11. And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. Abraham, and God said unto Abraham, Abraham Who said unto Abraham? Uh, Abraham? I can't hear you. God, it's not passageable. God said unto Abraham, Abraham Let it not be grievous in thy sight because of the light. And because of thy bondwoman. In order that Sarah has said unto thee, Hacking unto her voice. For in Isaac shall thy seed be called. <laughs> Sarah said to Abraham, Abraham. In this house, I am the wife. Isaac is your son. Isaac is your That bond woman. Our son. I don't want to see them. Throw them out. Ah, Abraham said, what kind of problem am I? 
What kind of problem is this? Abraham was a bear. Nah, nah, I don't think I can do this. And God spoke to him. The Almighty Himself spoke to him. There are many people who have been saying, Why do you people preach restitution? When somebody has three wives, two wives, and you say they must restitute. It must remain the first wife only. What do you say what happened to the other wife? You people must be wicked. Nobody wants anyone to suffer. But it's better to suffer in this world instead than to go to hell. God is solidly behind the restitution. Abraham said, this is a difficult thing to do. Abraham How can I send away my wife and send away my son? Even it's my first child. God said, Better listen to Sarah. Do what she has you to do. We tell people and say, where you are stolen, and you give your life to Jesus. You may not go to jail in this world. The jail in heaven or in hell, rather, is forever. I'm not going there. Restitution is an unpleasant topic. Very unpleasant indeed. But Jesus Christ, our best friend, says, if your right hand offends, what are we to do to it? Cut it off. Where you are going is so precious. It is worth any sacrifice. When you get there, you will know why you have made the sacrifices you've made. Oh, but God is ready to overlook everything I've done in time of ignorance. Who said the blood of Jesus Christ is from all sins? That is true. If you catch a thief, the father to take all your goods away from him. Will that stop the punishment for the thief? No. Not according to the human law. When you catch a tea, you take back from him your goods, and then you see hand him over to the police. But in the case of Jesus Christ, if a thief will surrender to him, the fact that he has been a thief, he will forget. 
But the goose he has stolen so, go, 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 go. has to be restored. Only let you die, father. Suppose you meet somebody. Yes, sir. We go buy me come. Having an affair with your wife. Don't buy a whole shape. You told them you are trouble. And suddenly you came back. And you made the two of them at home. What will you do? Well, I'm a Christian. but you will Christian in me. I'm forgiving you, I'm forgiving you. Continue, continue. Praise the Lord. No, they won't continue. You may forgive. But you will take back your wife. If you have more than one wife, definitely you are stealing another man's wife. The first one is your wife. The second one is somebody else's wife. You put that in your house, you are putting danger in your house. If Jesus comes before you restitute, I'm sorry you won't be able to go with him. But some people will say, After Abraham restituted with this bond woman, he married another woman. Oh, yes. I know the story very well. Let's read it together. Genesis 25. That's not in your note. You may write it there. Genesis 25. Genesis 25. Verse 1 to 2. And then Abraham took a wife. Abraham, then again, Abraham took a wife. Abraham said, uh, And her name was Keturah. And she bear him Zimran. Zimrani. And Joshkan. Joshkani. And Medan. Mediani. And Midian. Mediani. And Ishbaku. And Shua. Shua. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He married another woman. But that was after. Sarah's death. Not only that, even though he knew that he could now legitimately marry after Sarah's death, look at verses 5 and 6. And Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac. But unto the sons of the concubines which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts. Abraham and send them away from Isaac his son while he yet lived. Eastward unto the east country. Before he died, he settled everything. The Bible is the word of God. 
Amen. Amen. Whatever he asks me to do, I will do. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22. Genesis I will want to read quickly again. From verse 1 to 18. You can read everything again when you get home. There's a lot to learn from there too. It came to pass after this thing. Please join us on this same station at this time for another wonderful experience as Pastor E.A. Adeboye exposes the deep mysteries in the Word of God.